La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding, ding, dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille. Bonjour Rugby Friends and welcome to a new edition of the French Rugby Connection podcast with moi, Véronique Lindieu and... Bill Hooper, bonjour. Hey, salut Bill, ça va? Oui, ça va très bien. Ça va très bien. Well, I'm not too good because obviously, like millions of French people last night, I watched the, the game between France and Namibia and we all know what happened. Poor Antoine. The uh, terrible, absolute blow, leading 54-0, and then uh, there we are, just a few minutes into the second half, and uh, he gets a, a blow to the cheekbone, and it's a fracture. I was gutted yesterday. Yeah. Absolutely gutted, you know, from to hear about this. It's uh, very, very sad. Uh, potentially the end of his World Cup. We're just going to have to wait and see. So, it might be the end of his World Cup presence. He's still part of the team. The French coaches are going to wait 48 hours before announcing about, you know, the decision whether Dupont will be able to play again, obviously wearing a mask in three weeks' time or, or not, or a bit later. So I'm really, really keeping my finger crossed. But what a, yeah, what a blow mentally, you know, to French rugby. Oh, absolutely. T tremendous blow for, for France. I think we're all now... The, the, the Pope is in Marseille today, and I'm sure they've asked him to say a few prayers for, for Dupont when he, when he makes his visit to uh, Notre-Dame de la Garde. France wants uh, the Pope to say a few prayers to help uh, uh, Antoine on his recovery. <laughs> so will I, so will I. It was a shame because it was such, a atmosphere, such an atmosphere in Marseille such a passionate crowd and you know you've been to marseille before you know the yeah. the the psyche of the marseillais yeah, absolutely it's uh, such a a very volatile very passionate crowd in the stade velodrome it they really do get behind the team and the, the supporters were second to none last night you could hear that even on the, the somewhat muted television coverage they seem to, to dub the sound but the passion in the stade velodrome is absolutely second to none marvelous Yeah, so what did you make about the, the game? Because obviously, France was playing Nanimbi, who actually was playing for the seventh time in the World Cup. Uh, currently, they are ranked 17. But mm -hmm. uh, last time they played, you know, they got defeated by a huge amount of points. And yesterday, the same happened because it was nil 96. And it was the highest victory for the French. It was. And I can remember I was in 2007, I was in Toulouse when France beat Namibia in the World Cup. And I remember that game very well. And it was the same last night. You know, it was a great game. We re I think France needed to put in a performance to reconnect after a little bit of disappointment in the game against Uruguay. But I think the, the crowd felt a bit flat. It didn't feel that... Uh, France had delivered. Last night, they certainly did that in the first half, scoring 54 points. And Dupont was running the, running the game beautifully. Yes, until that fatal moment when he got hit by, by Diesel, Johan Diesel, who actually today sent an apology to Antoine Dupont. But yeah, 
the the harm he's done. Wasn't the harm he's done, absolutely. But you know, I'm, I'm glad he has done that because there's been one or two silly things on on the social media about him. We don't want that in rugby. It's a it's a hard game at the best of times, and you know what's what's what goes on the pitch stays on the pitch. You know, it's, we shouldn't really have people outside saying some unpleasant things about players. It's not good at all. I agree. That's not within the spirit of the in in the rugby rugby world. So if the worst happened, unfortunately, Antoine Dupont can no longer play for the French squad because obviously his health is 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 a major priority. So the the potential scrum half could be either Maxime Lucu, Patrice Couillou, or Baptiste Serin. Yes, interesting. I thought when Quiu came on last night, he, he showed some good touches and played played really well. Luku a little bit quiet, wasn't he against against Uruguay? Mm-hmm. And Batisserin been there, done that, worn a t-shirt, very experienced player. And that situation actually reminds me of a situation that happened to Fabien Gatier. He only played in 95 and in 99 after being called as, as a replacement in the semi-final. So yes, he came in as a he came in as a, a late replacement again for those World Cups. But yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, ha- what they do now. I mean, obviously it's an absolutely fantastic opportunity for those players to step up and really make a name for themselves. Yes, but obviously the French team is such a tight-knit band of brothers. They've been working together. They've been playing for the last four years. They know each other so, so well. They've got the same, the same, the same passion, the same commitments, you know, managed to, to rekindle the love of rugby to the French public. So they achieved a lot. And yeah, it's very, very, very sad. But we had the same issue with, with Julien Marchand, who was replaced by Peato Movaca and Tamak, who was replaced by Mathieu Gilbert. But I have to say, you know, for, to replace Antoine Dupont is so instrumental for the, for, for the French team, you know, because of his skills, the fact that he can read the game perfectly is is a superman. So if he's missing, if he's miss is if he cannot play, you know, it's going to be a big, big loss. But the French team will recoup and play even better to uh, to make him proud. Oh, I'm absolutely certain of it. You know, as I said, it's it's a chance for the other players to step up now and really show show what they can do. I'm sure they will. You know they they've trained together for a number of years now. They know the systems. They know they know the plays. But obviously Dupont always has that X factor, doesn't he? Yeah. But anyway, let's keep our finger crossed. I will say a prayer tonight and tomorrow, and hopefully it's going to work. So let's talk about something a bit more more positive, more rugby games uh, this weekend. So what are the the games? Well, there's some big big games coming up this weekend, and. <laughs> It's interesting. We got to the third round of matches now. We're beginning to see the path for the quarterfinals, aren't we? And obviously the big game in Pool B is South Africa against Ireland. Oh, yes. That's the match to watch. Really, really excited about that one. 
And of course, that is a potential quarterfinal opponent for France. That's that's the one. Whoever finished, if France finished top of the group, which I'm sure they will, they'll play the runners up of that to Pool B in the quarterfinal. So that's that game is definitely a standout game. I'm sure Scotland will have something to say in the mix because I think if if South Africa beat Ireland tomorrow then that, that game on the 7th of October when Ireland plays Scotland, that's going to be a big, big game as well. OK. And, I mean, th- that game is really, really pivotal for one key Irish player in particular. Do you know who I'm, I'm thinking of? Oh, a fly half. Oh, I can't think of his name now. <laughs> no, don't worry. It's Jonathan Sexton. Jonathan Sexton. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Sexton, you know, is, is quite old for a rugby player. It's going to be his last international competition. We'll retire after, yes. after yeah. that. So, uh, yeah, he's got a, a big weight on his shoulder right now. Yeah, he, he has. And, you know, he's, he's, he's been a tremendous player for a number of years. And the Irish team have certainly shown themselves to be a really great side. Very dour side. I I must admit, they get the job done, but they are a very, very dour side. But but, but there we are. If they they manage to get the job done, fantastic for them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Which other players do you think are watching? Yeah, I mean, Bundiaki obviously is a Great, great asset for them in in the centre. So always good to see him in action. Uh, tremendous player, and of course Van der Flyer again in the back row. Great player, and of course good old Conor Murphy at, at scrum half. Mm-hmm. Yep. So all good, all good players, but uh, there's a lot of them there that uh, are well, well experienced and are very, very, very streetwise. And that's the great thing about the Irish teams. They're very, very streetwise. Sometimes they get away with things that perhaps the All Blacks have got away with in the past. So <laughs> that's why I say they're streetwise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me, what are your predictions for the game between Ireland and South Africa? Well, I think it's going to be very close. I don't think there'll be an awful lot in it. I think it could come down to discipline. Who who can seize the least amount of penalties is going to win the game. I think it's a question of who gets who gets domination up front. The scrums are going to be absolutely horrendous. And I say that, that they're just going to be so physical that I wouldn't want to be anywhere near it. It's going to be really, really hard. South African front row is going to squeeze the life out of the Irish front row, I feel. But anyway, we shall see. Again, it's who has the ball and who makes the best use of the ball. Um, so tactics will come into it. It'll be interesting. As I said, the, the um, South Africans have got a 7-1 split on the bench, seven forwards on the bench. That tells you something. That tells you they're going to go for a very attritional game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Well, it's, I think the referee could be in for a rather busy evening. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know who the referee is, actually, for that game. But Yeah, I, who, who's the referee? I don't know who the referee is. No, don't worry. I want to. Yeah, it would be interesting, but hard physical. And I suppose if I had to put my money on somebody, well, I suppose it's got to be South Africa. But 
I think it's going to be very close. Yes, yeah. So we'll see. I, I'm rooting for Ireland because obviously, you know, with, uh, I want I want Northern European Hemisphere team you know, to do well. So that's my that's how that's where my my loyalty lies. So um, Wales against Austria should be an interesting game it's taking place on the on Sunday at at eight o'clock. So. Yes. Oh, poor Eddie Jones, poor Eddie Jones. My goodness, he's not having a great time. However, he said he can smell blood in his press conference. Well, yeah, I mean, wow, this is, this is re- really a big game for both sides. You know, if, if Australia managed to lose to Wales, then they really are looking at uh, an early World Cup exit. It really does come down to, uh, to who wants it most. And I've got a sneaking suspicion that, that Wales are going to do it. Uh, I really do. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, if you look at the the way you know Wales have been playing, you know, it's yes, I, I'm thinking that as well that Wales is likely to back the win. But will Australia, you know, leave the World Cup that early? I'm not so I'm not so sure. Yeah, it's going to be a very very interesting. And as usual, you know, Eddie was very talkative and provocative. You know, that's his style. So let's 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 wait and see. It'll be interesting. Obviously, Fiji will be watching in great interest with that that, that fixture. But you know, having having beaten Australia, you know, they really have put the cat amongst the pigeons, as they say. Yes. Yeah. 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 But anyway, and of course, England is playing against Chile. Yes, England against Chile. I mean, England they've got two bonus points, no, two two wins so far, and I think they'll. They're going to make it three wins against dear dear old Chile. I'm sure Chile will do their best and they will give them a, a game. But I, I think England have got too many guns, big guns up front to to see off Chile. And I was think they've obviously got a, a good foot in the quarterfinals already. Indeed, yeah. They got lucky. They had a very good uh, pool, but all because you know the uh, the selection, the the draw was done very early in in I think it was in December 2020, so three years before before the start of the World Cup. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rugby World Cup are aware of their mistake, and it will not happen again. You know they will do the draw a bit closer to to the next World Cup. I think it's it's sensible, really. It, it really does need to be made. The seedings need to be done much closer to the to the actual date of the World Cup to make it relevant. Yes, it's really important. Yes, absolutely. So it's going to be another busy rugby weekend again. I yeah, looks like it. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch as many of the games as we possibly can. I have got to go and watch some local rugby myself this weekend. But apart from that, I should be. Sat in front of the television and enjoying the games, and hopefully we'll, we'll at some stage we'll have a chat again about this. Definitely, yes. And what about uh, the other games as well for the lower lower league? What are uh, the other games? Okay, if we have a quick look to see where we are. I mean, yeah, I mean Scotland are playing Tonga, which is a game they they need to win, uh, and not just win, but they need the five points. They've got three games to play. They've got Tonga, then the Next weekend, they're playing Romania before they end up having to play Ireland. So, ideally, Scotland need to get two bonus point wins to have a chance of hopefully getting something when they when they take on Ireland. But we'll see how they get on. 
Otherwise, again, looking at the the other games, I think we've seen Georgia playing Portugal tomorrow. Georgia always seem to have the upper hand in the European Nations Cup matches. Mm-hmm. And then looking looking at the rest of the schedule, uh, Argentina, of course, playing Samoa. We'll soon know the result of that shortly. And then, yep, I think, yeah, there's, there's some good games. There's some good games. I think, as I said, after this weekend, we'll have a clear idea as to what the potential quarterfinal lineup is going to be. That is correct. Absolutely. And teams will benefit from two weeks off. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Certainly, France will definitely benefit from two weeks off, and I think one or two others as well. There, there, there is a, a round of matches next weekend, but obviously France, France aren't involved, but other teams will be playing. But we'll, we'll just have to see how it, start, it starts to pan out. But that that game tomorrow night in Paris between South Africa and Ireland, that is, that really is the the eye catcher. Definitely, that will be certainly a cracker. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> not not too many fireworks, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, I'm not so sure about that because that's so so physical. The 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 suffers. Yeah, I think the, the foundations of the Stade de France could be could be moving a bit tomorrow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and better them than me, that's for sure. You no, know, being on on the pitch. But hey, it's been lovely to speak with you, and I wish you know we didn't have to talk about. You know, Injury was one of the worst nightmare that could happen. That could have happened during the World Cup. You know, for the last four years, you know, he's been playing tremendously for France, for Toulouse, and I think this is the first time in his career that he has had such a uh, such a, uh, an injury. I don't yeah. think he's never had any any issues or beforehand. So, as I said, I'm going to go on my hand and knee and. Yeah. And I'm going to play the rugby god that Antoine, Antoine, to recover very, very quickly as a good Catholic I am. So, oh, bah, à la prochaine. Hein. Bah, à la prochaine. Euh, à bientôt. Okay, salut, Bill. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding, ding, dong. Mais boum. Quand notre cœur fait boum, tout avec lui dit boum, et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille.